Hi. <laughs> Welcome to If Books Could Kill. I'm Stacy. I'm Emma. And we love books. I know. I've got three on the go at the moment. Three? What are you reading? Yeah. So for bedtime, it's um, Clamwake, which is one Clamwake. of the- Clamwake? Yeah. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it is. It's one of those bed and breakfast mysteries set in the Pacific oh, yeah. Northwest. With um, I, I Judith love, and her cuz. Yes. I, I love a murder mystery with recipes in it. Me I too. think that's an underrated genre. Well, here it is mm. in the States. There's millions of them. Yeah. You know what? I actually tried to write one, and that's how I actually came up with the name If Cooks Could Kill. Ah, oh, very good. Which sort of uh, rearranged to If Books Could Kill. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah, it was one Paula gave me when I was in Boston for oh, Jonathan's yeah. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And, in and the- Paula has just amazing <laughs> book recommendations. <laughs> she, she, she brings me the actual book whenever yeah. we're together. And um, uh, in the car, I'm listening to um, First Among Sequels mm. on Thursday Next. Yeah. And then I was reading Weird Sisters on the Train for this. Really? Yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah, Weird Sisters by Terry Pratchett. I love it. I, I'm a huge Terry Pratchett fan, and when you add witches and a sort of Macbeth retelling... It's, it's more than Macbeth, though. That was the thing. Yes. I was prepared for Macbeth because it's three witches. <laughs> mm. But it's also Hamlet. Yes. And it's also The Tempest. And yes. it's also Romeo and Juliet. And it's, oh, he is so <laughs> clever. He's genius. Genius. It's... Absolutely. And and you don't even need to know mm-hmm. Shakespeare at all to enjoy this book. It yes. stands on its own. But if you do know and you can pick out, it makes you feel clever. Right? It's like he's giving <laughs> you a, you go, girl. Yeah. No. Pratchett puts, uh, put so much care and love and detailed detail into every single book. Each book, I, I, I've read Good Omen so many times, and I always pick on, up on something new every uh, single time because they're so packed full of info and insight. And, yep. Ooh, and footnotes. And footnotes, <laughs> and footnotes, footnotes within footnotes within footnotes. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it's why they're really hard to read on Kindle because if you read it on Kindle, they're not at the bottom of the page. Oh, it takes you to the end of the book and that's you have not to go okay. back and forth like that. That is a Kindle flaw. Yeah, Kindle flaw. Yeah. So, get, get um, the, there was the one bit. That I had missed completely in life oh. for the past 50 years that I had to text you about. Oh. <laughs> I never realized all the world's a stage. That's, That's why weird. this is called the Globe Theater. Yep. Oh, my God. When that, <laughs> that hit me like a lightning bolt when yeah. he said they were building the disc. Yeah. Which is their like, world. Oh. oh. <gasps> <laughs> Mind. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> glorious <laughs> really really good yeah and and the fact that i'm about to start rehearsing this play called mad men william yes i bet that linked in really well huh it did it made me start thinking about the characters <laughs> so this play mad men william is three men walk in a bar to commit a suicide pact yeah hamlet Macbeth, and king lear because they're tired of crazy modern day productions and having to wear like Hitler costumes and and then dying anyway yeah. and being portrayed as the bad guys and anyway so the characters want to kill themselves and Shakespeare has to talk them out of it yep. <laughs> which is great in fairness they they are the villains of their stories well that's true aren't they yeah. they're all mad they're the protagonists but they are the villains yeah they're and they're all mad yeah yeah so which and they come from a mad mind, which Whoa. is, yeah. But seeing them inside out yeah. in Weird Sisters, 
Oh my God, I just <laughs> loved it. But also I took it as a good omen that I am doing the right thing by producing this play. It's it's cool, isn't it's it? It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. When I when I was um before I started the book publishing company, I was mm. just writing and I found a piece of art. I went to a friend's art exhibit and yeah. I found a piece of art that looked like both a book and, and a window. Door. Yeah, a door. I remember that. And I thought that is an omen. It is mm-hmm. going to be an opening to a new world for yeah. me. And of course it was in ways that I couldn't have predicted, but so I feel like this is a good omen as well. Yeah. Pun definitely intended. Intended. Yeah. I'm so, really, really excited. Yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. I loved it. And I want to read the next one now. Oh, which is abroad. Absolutely. Yeah. You can take that with you. Thank you very much. I'll read that one just for fun because mm. we have a we have a mystery next time. Yes, mystery next time. Yeah. Have you picked something? You mentioned it last time. Aberis with Mama <gasps> I, I forget who the I'm author is. Though. I love that book. Yes. Um, I don't remember his name. Mm, but it's not Jasper Ford, which I think is what I said last week. No, it's not Jasper Ford. No. Like... Matthew somebody? Michael somebody? Possibly. We'll look it up not to worry. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. But let this book, this book, this, this book. book, so much I did not predict the ending. Yeah. So I did know that the fool was the smartest guy in the kingdom. And yes. I did know that his name was Varence and it was likely that he was a bastard yes. son. Um, and I saw... But I did not predict that Tom John wouldn't want the throne. Yeah. I did not predict that Magrat would not end up with the fool. Mm-hmm. I just, and I'm kind of left a little dumbfounded anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of cool when everything makes sense, but you didn't see it coming. Yes. That so seldom happens. That's right. That's right. But the clues are there. Mm. And so is the twist. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yes. I love being surprised, and I, I, I'm not often surprised because I read too much. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's um, true. There is no formula with Terry Pratchett. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're in for the ride. It's, yeah. a, it's a roller coaster. Enjoy it. Yeah. It, it doesn't fit into the very stagnant three acts, hero's journey. No. Things are fine. They're bad. They're better. They're worse. Yeah. They're better than they were before. <laughs> yeah. And and the book, I thought the book ended mm. less than halfway through. Nope. And I knew it hadn't because I could see all those pages looming. Yeah. So you're like, what is happening? Yeah. This is a big epilogue. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I'll tell you the most interesting thing mm. to me was that when Tom Tom put on the crown, it didn't speak to him. That was such a big clue. And I sat there fretting about it. Like, oh, but, but your destiny, but, but, and then, and I'd love it for the real world as well. Yeah. Your destiny doesn't mean it's destined. No. Destiny is a possibility based on your character. Yeah. Not an outcome based on predestiny. Yes, exactly. And like an accident of birth is not, yeah. it's not solid ground to plant a king, really, is it? No, no, it's really not. And oh, he made me laugh so much with the burnings. Yeah. Oh, that was just so funny. And yet, <laughs> the fool and his theories about, you know, how to build industry and infrastructure and everything. Oh, it was just so funny. <laughs> oh my word. And joke number three hundred and two. Joke number three hundred and two. I don't think I recall joke three hundred. It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny, and yet it was the only one that was allowed for those words, you know, when that comes up in conversation. Mm. It's like, the idea of a fool's guild is foolish. It is. (laughs) (laughs) 
back yeah, there. Yeah, we can we can see the Fool's Guild in some of the later books. It's in Ankhmore Park. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's really good. Mm. That's really good. Um, how did you say mm. the writer's name? H W E L. How did you H-W-E-L. pronounce it in your head? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I think he's from the uh, from fantasy Wales. Yeah, dwarves yes. are often. Yeah, I just kept going Ewell because I couldn't Quill. do well in my name. Quill. Yeah, <laughs> as a, and I like the way you say Quill. it because that is very writerly. Yes, and very granny. It is, isn't very it? Very granny Rosie. Quill. Our well, gran- she was, your um, granny Welsh, wasn't she? She was Welsh. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and then all conversation would stop, and then a great story would come. <laughs> well, <laughs> so was there this time? <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. I'm ready. But you learn, you learn from a very early age to wait for it because it's worth it. <laughs> but she taught me patience. <laughs> she was a great writer and yeah. a great storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Um, I found after she died, Chris yes. brought me a box of all the Liberty gifts I had given her. Oh, I know. She kept them. She kept them of all. She, she didn't them, use but... any of them. No. Because, them. but she just loved getting gifts from Liberty. <laughs> she loved Liberty. Yeah. She worked there one Christmas and she, um, she spent most of the time writing it in her head and on notes on paper. <laughs> so so, yeah, really good. Really good. Um, back to Terry Pratchett and back Weird Sisters. Pratchett and Weird Sisters. Yeah, I never knew that they had first names either. <laughs> oh, yes, Gaitha Og, Esme Weatherwax, Esmeralda Weatherwax. Yeah. Don't call her that to her face. No. Um, and Magrat Garlic. <laughs> yeah. But Garlic reminded me of Garrick. Garrick. In the Garrick Theater. <laughs> but I just, I just love this whole, all the inner struggles between the three of them as well about, you know, the strictness of poetry, the mm. strictness of uh, ingredients, the strictness of um, um, celibacy yep. versus... Because they're the maiden, the mother, and the crone, and oh. they can't step outside their roles, even though they all want to. Explain that trilogy to me, please. Okay, so a trio of witches is always the maiden, the mother, and the crone. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, well, it comes up later. Okay. Um, Magrat is the maiden, mm-hmm. so she can't have a boyfriend. She, she, she can't get together with the fool. Did she not? I think it was implied. She does. Okay, she does, though. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> She's okay. not supposed to. Okay, got you. And basic, we'll get to this later, okay. I think, in um, uh, Lords and Ladies or Masquerade. Carpe Jugulum. That's the one. <laughs> um, Go on. Sorry, those are all witch novels. Okay. Um, so, for for Granny Weatherwax, she is the crone. That's the old woman. Gaitha Og is the mother, mm-hmm. and Magrat Garlic is the maiden. Mm-hmm. If Magrat is no longer the maiden, it makes Gaitha the crone and Granny Weatherwax nobody. Could she not be the maiden? Is she too old? She, she's not a maiden. <laughs> well, if she's the only single woman. Yeah, true, true. Um, but that's the fear that if she's no longer the crone, then her time is over. Oh, I see. And the fear isn't death, it's uselessness. Yeah, not not yeah. being part of the trio. Why don't they just form a different coven then? Well, I think what eventually happens is Magrat uh, sort of... Well, she you can kind of tell she's not happy as a witch anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you'll, you'll read I, the books. I think she would rather be Wiccan. Yeah. 
very much. Yeah, if Those such a thing exists in there. Hair on the, the disc, green yeah. dress, no hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she is a little different from them. She's less into the spells and more into the potions, which yeah. sort of is a little more almost mid midwifery. Yeah. Although when doctors. she when she rescues Nanny Alba. Yes. Oh my God! I would never have thought of that. That <laughs> is the most powerful thing I have ever seen in yes. any witch thing. Mm-hmm. Even Charmed never <laughs> got that brilliant. Nope. Oh, I loved it, and her power. It was like, it's like all of a sudden you got an insight into what is possible yes. with her as a character. Oh, I loved it. And then the conversation about, I do use the stones. I was like, oh, I see. You have depth too. But for the trilogy, for the trio, yes. they just don't have to be a coven. And then she regains her usefulness as a sole provider. Well, the thing about the trio, um, when show we three meet again. I love that line. She's so good. And I'll uh, bring the coleslaw. Yeah. Tuesday. I'm free on Tuesday. I'm free on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> uh, witches need to check in with each other because witches who are alone because they're so ostracized from their communities because they're the witch. Right. Um, go mad. Oh, I see. But these three weren't ostracized till the play. Yes. Which is Good. Mm. Oh, I love when they all show up as apple sellers. <laughs> <laughs> no, only witches are barred. Apple sellers are fine. In you come. <laughs> apple sellers. That was yeah, funny. That was a, oh, he did. He did. It was really uncomfortable with what? the what? the bloody hands, the the king's bloody. Hands. Oh, Lord Felmet. Oh my God, he just made it worse and mm-hmm. worse. And don't do that, Terry. <laughs> Oh, we well, took it to the nth degree. Out, out, damn spot. Yes, out. and yes, but oh, grading your oh, oh, I can't, still can't even think about it. Okay, stop. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Forget I mentioned it. Yeah, those are not the chills you thought you. <laughs> and actually, Weird Sisters uh, is one of the ones that they animated. Did they? Yeah. Weird. See, How can I? I I I watched it on YouTube. Okay. I watched it on YouTube. Um. Live action or real Anim- animation? Anim- animation. Who did it? Who made it? I'm not sure. I think it was BBC. Oh, interesting. All yeah. right. So I'll have a but look for they've, it. They've done a few of those, and they're pretty good. Really? Yeah. That is not a cartoon, though. <laughs> it did worked, it work? It worked pretty well. I don't think they did the grading scenes. I, I think okay. that they implied it because you wore the, Bandages. the gloves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it? What was its target audience when they did it? Like, like preteens and... Really? Yeah. So still, do you know, I when I read Terry it is Pratchett, mature. yes, I do not think of it as a young adult novel, but I know mm. that is yeah. part of its target market. But for me, because of all the layers, it's very adult. It feels very adult. And I, mm. I think that's why young people like it so much. I understand. Because it's, it's got all the intrigue of an adult novel it doesn't talk mm. down to you but it still is fantasy setting yeah oh, it's wonderful yeah it is it is it, all the terry project books have really changed my mind mm. about what young adult fantasy science fiction can oh. be yeah it's really made me rethink genre yeah. specificness um and i love that they even mention lord vetinari and, yes. and his licensed <laughs> thievery <laughs> did do, do, do you have a license no death Sentenced to death. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, 
Okay, I'm, I'm just going to go on a tangent about how great of a character Vetinari is and how that whole system works so wonderfully. Yeah. Needing a license to be an assassin, and and no one, a contract has to be taken out for an assassin to fulfill, and there are rules so that you can't just go around killing people. Yes. So, like, if there's an unauthorized murder, then that's that's bad news. You're, yes. You're screwed yeah like you you can only steal if you have a license <laughs> yeah yeah I, I forget which novel it is but captain carrot um comes up to this burglary and he says to him oh hello boys i didn't know we were scheduled for a robbery can i see your license yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what stay back <laughs> he's like i don't think so oh genius just genius i so love it should have been prime minister yeah there you go yeah yeah and <laughs> and even like so everything has a guild like there's yes. the music guild you can't be an unlicensed musician in <laughs> yeah yeah and that comes up in soul music and <laughs> yes it, and we'll get the, there the, the thieves guild and the fools guild and everything has a guild yeah and they're wonderful do, do you mind that for the books you choose, we keep doing the same author. Not at all. And I the love books. Terry Pratchett. Are, okay, good. Me too. Me too. I don't want to change authors. He's my favorite. I mean, if we're not reading Pratchett, we'll be reading Ursula K. Le Guin or Diane Wynne Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's fine. When we finish Pratchett. Yeah. But do you mind changing authors when we do mysteries? Not at all. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Mm. Good. I. I mean, I. I don't want to only do Raymond Chandler. No, 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 we won't. I mean, next week we have somebody different. Well, Excellent. it might be two weeks from now because of... Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. karate grading next week. Karate grading, you're leveling up. Yeah. Well, if I pass, you know, I still don't. have to do it. I don't see why you wouldn't. Oh, poo yeah. Oh, things that things that could go wrong. So on Friday, Joe and I in Birmingham speaking at a music conference. Mm. And um, we'll stay overnight in Stone with Aunt Chris. But he's got three gigs, two on the Friday in Birmingham at uh, Temple and Bullring. Mm. And then on the Saturday, he has a gig in Stafford. Oh, you want to you wanna plug that? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's um, going to be appearing at Cafe Nero's, mm-hmm. the Bullring at 1 p.m. on Friday the 27th. Cafe Nero in Temple, Birmingham mm. at 6 p.m. on yep. Friday the 27th. And then Cafe Nero in Stafford mm. on Jailgate on at 1 p.m. on Saturday, the 28th of September. Brilliant. Yeah. And if you're a music producer, we'll be speaking about neighboring rights and revenue streams at the Pivotal Music Conference in Birmingham at 3 p.m. Good plug. Good plug. Thank you very much. I really love those little intimate gigs. They feel very personal and kind of cool. Me too. Like, like I'm a sort of beatnik in an old-fashioned <laughs> cafe with my espresso and a cigarette. That's how that's how they feel when they mm. happen as well. And I love people's faces when they walk in and they like the music. Yeah. They like, just came yeah. for a coffee and they're getting a treat. Yeah. What's this? Yeah, it's brilliant. And they're perfect for, for him. So he's called Joe Not Joseph mm. and testing new material. So he's written an album's worth of new tracks. Mm. And it's a great to see how the audience reacts. That's so cool. Yeah, really So that's cool. the new branding, Joe Not Joseph? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Me too. Yeah, I love it. Really good. All right. Um, before we uh, leave, uh, <laughs> what what did you think of our uh, proto Macbeth and Lady Macbeth? <gasps> I loved them. Yes, I thought it was actually what we really think of the characters, yes. even though they are the you know the protagonists in the real Mac- in the Macbeth mm. by Shakespeare. It's not okay. No. 
and it's never going to be okay. And you have to try and root for them and hate them at the same time. Yep. So this point of view about them is what we're all thinking. Yeah. So it was right and it was perfect. And what I loved about our lady here mm-hmm. was that she she takes it all. Yeah. She takes every ounce of grief she's caused yep. and it doesn't stick. She is just bad and there is no coming back from that. Yep. I was so clever. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, Goodbye.